Hey, this is Lawrence Juba from Wings, and you're listening to Fab Four Free For All. Welcome to another edition of the Fab Four Free For All, the Beatles-related talk show on the internet. Um, I, I'm, my name is Tony Tuardo. I'm your moderator for this week. And joining me here on Fab 4 Free Fall, as they always do, and I'm happy that they do, are my friends, Mr. Mitch Axelrod. Hello. And Mr. Rob Leonard. Hello. How are you doing? And today we're going to talk about um, sort of a, 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 I guess, a wide-reaching topic and idea. What we're going to talk about is uh, Paul McCartney as a songwriter and how he handled in the early part of the Beatles career, I shouldn't say the early part of the Beatles career, a large part of the Beatles career, yeah, handled his relationship, and it has something to do with Mitch's background, with one Jane Asher. Uh, Paul and Jane were together for a long time during the height of the Beatles career and uh, as a group. And, um, Paul, obviously, during that period, wrote a lot of songs. Are there connections? Where, you know, do we see these connections? Uh, where do we see maybe some underlying ideas? That well, where do we hear? Yeah, right. <laughs> see, you know, I mean, we well, you see can look at the our, lyrics. <laughs> we see them in our mind's eye. Well, that's true. Yeah, you can see them looking at the lyrics as well, actually. I think um, both is actually what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. But, um so again, to do that, we're going to look a little bit at um, sort of where where Jane Asher was at in relation to where Paul, as a young guy um, from Liverpool, been through Hamburg, um, had quite a bit of a um, reputation with the ladies, um, a bit randy, if we want to use the uh, Liverpudlian term, um, meets this woman who is on her own career arc and settles in to a relationship gets very close to the family too, which we know. Um, but let's get a little, I'm, I'm going to turn it over to Mitch. Let's get a little background. You were kind of looking into a little bit of the back story in the background. Yeah. And with, I think uh, we, we, we probably won't, but this, this edition should be called, See Jane run, run Jane, run. <laughs> mm, there you go. Because you know what, Paul met Jane um, when the in April of '63 when the Beatles were playing the Royal Albert Hall, yeah. and they were photographed together. And then she actually interviewed them for a show. Uh, won't get into all the you know details; not important. Right. And then, as Tony said. You know, Paul moved in for nearly three years into Wimple Street, or if that I hope that's how you say it, uh, with the Asher family. And the Asher family was a pretty well-to-do family. And her, her dad was a doctor, am I right? I believe so. Yeah. And, her, and but they, both parents were well-to-do. Both parents, absolutely. And Paul loved that because he gained. You know, he wasn't an idiot, but he he wasn't well cultured. And even though he came from a pretty good upbringing too in Allerton, but he. Um, he learned a lot from the Asher family. He, he was very cultured with them. He enjoyed it. You know, they brought him the, you know, the upper class first, you know, things uh, in life, not material, but he, he learned a lot. So he, he really enjoyed living with them. Uh, obviously he had a great relationship with Peter Asher 
Jane's brother, and then obviously Jane. So it started in April of 63. Um, then, you know, er everything was going OK. I mean, as we'll see in some of the songs that were inspired by their relationship, uh, it was it was up and down uh, based on where the two were. And then very odd to me. But, you know, uh, as as Tony alluded to, Paul was had the reputation of being Randy. Um, and quite frankly, he met Linda at, uh, at the Georgia Fame concert. And then four days later, she photographed the Beatles. And this is in, uh, I think, May of 67, if I'm not mistaken, um, for the Sgt. Pepper uh, press release, uh, press conference for the release. And then Linda went mm -hmm. home and to the States, to the States, to New York. Yes. Yeah. And then like in December, Paul and Jane and that announced or September, I forgot, uh, announced that they were engaged. So September of it, which actually year it was um, December of 67. They announced their engagement and then oh. she accompanied the, in February to, uh, to India. So they were tight. But uh, and then unfortunately it ended because, uh, you know, she was doing her Broadway thing and, and she went home one day and Paul was in bed, with, allegedly in bed <laughs> with. Uh, well, with she wasn't on Broadway. You know, she was in. No, not Broadway, but West she End. was doing her, her acting. West, West doing End. Doing her own thing. She the, was the very, British you know, she is. I shouldn't say was. She's still very much alive and really a beautiful woman, um, but a yeah. very strong willed woman, uh, and I guess, because of her upbringing. And she wasn't going to put up with McCartney's crap. And just Right. And just just to also point out, this is someone who, um, when you look at it also from the perspective, uh, had her own money and was powerful enough in her own right. She had started working in film in, in the early 50s. She was in films from when she was a child in 1952. Uh, she was in the British movie, The Quatermass Experiment. She um, uh, played in a couple of versions of, uh, of Alice in Wonderland. Um, and uh, uh, she was also, by the time the Beatles were starting to make their rise, she was um, a panelist on Jukebox Jury, which was a show that the Beatles would, um, you know, appeared on on a couple of occasions. So, you know, she had her own money. She had her own, her own status. You know, she, I'm sure, had her own fan club, probably. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, but she was an Alfie, too, which I forgot, with Michael Caine in 66. And, you know, amidst, definitely had a career. you know, it wasn't as though she definitely had a career. And unlike, um, and this is with no disrespect to Linda whatsoever, but Linda, you know, jumping ahead, Linda put her career aside for Paul in a way. Linda wasn't as prolific a photographer by any stretch of the imagination. Once she got involved, when you see a lot of Linda's amazing rock and roll shots in particular, they're all, you know, before she met Paul. So we'll keep that in a box. We'll get to it. Yeah, later. because as I said, but, she's a Jane, a very strong willed woman coming from a very strong family. Uh, and, and Paul was caught, you know, in bed with someone else. And uh, Jane just wouldn't have it. As a matter of fact, Paul begged her to come back and she didn't do it. And Paul was really upset. If you read Alistair Taylor's book with the Beatles from, I think, 2003, Alistair talks about a lot about the breakup uh, of Paul and Jane and uh, 
and says Paul was absolutely distraught. He was mad. But there are, conflict, there are conflicting stories, though, Mitch, in terms of the timeline. There were a few different timelines that said that after that incident where she caught him with Francis Schwartz, that they did get back together for a while. So was, you know, I don't know which is the. I, I don't think so. I think. I think after he was in bed with Francie Schwartz, Francie Schwartz, that was the straw. That, that was the straw. Yeah. And she actually went, her mother actually went to, uh, according to Alice Taylor, her mother went and picked up all her things. Paul stayed in the corner. He was, he was really distraught for a long time. Uh, and Alistair says he doesn't know whether Paul was upset at her because he, because of what he did and, or because she left him or because she just left the great Paul McCartney and, and, you know, how could she, you know, turn down a beetle, you know? Um, uh, and we all, but we should also stress. Yeah. Not making an excuse. Right. Not making an excuse. We should also trust he was 25 years old. That's the other thing we always forget. And I always say, you know, you look at the Beatles in their suits, even in 1964, when they're 24, 22, 23, and you, you look at them even in a hard day's night and you think they're thirties because it, they look older in suits, but they're still yeah. young men. What were we doing in at 23 and 24? I know I wouldn't have been able to handle a strong willed woman. I, I, I didn't or a strong willed anybody. I wasn't strong willed. I'm still, you know, struggling at 59. So I, I think quite frankly, um, you're right. Age is a big factor in all of this, because even when they broke up in 68, he was 26. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I wasn't thinking about marriage at 26 and they were engaged. So it's a lot. And plus, he was a Beatle. And, and you had only been on years. one world tour by the time you were 26. Well, and, I was one and a half. And, and you know, one and a half. Depends on which the, world. <laughs> right. And the Academy Award and the, you know, so, you know. I'm kidding. But no, but, you know, it, we always say this about John and Cynthia and John and Julian, you know, so John left Julian, but you know, I'm not going to take his part, but I'm not taking anybody's part, but it must've been tough for all four of them and their wives, girlfriends, children to deal with Beatlemania and being part of that whirlwind, uh, yeah, whether it's a function like a girlfriend or, or trying to, you know, deal with your kids. I'm sure at some point it was hard for John to leave Julian every two months or every two weeks to go on tour or do this and do that. I'm not going to speak for anybody, but I know I would struggle with it. And again, we're talking about 20 something year olds, all of them. Yeah. So Jane, you know, Jane was even younger than Paul, I believe. Um, so, you know, it, it must've been tough for both of them to deal with everything and, you know, for her to deal with Beatlemania, and but Paul, you know, Jane didn't have the outlet that Paul did to for her feelings. You know, she could talk to her parents. She could talk to friends. But Paul had the world to talk to. And yeah. that's a good thing or a bad thing, because Jane was part of the world. Sure. <laughs> so, sure. you know, Jane was sure. uh, four years younger than Paul. There you go. Or 1946. <laughs> and, and that's you know what, though, if you're Paul McCartney and, and you are writing and you have you're wearing your heart on your sleeve and writing songs inspired by your current girlfriend <clears throat> and she's listening to them in their number one hits or whether it's a number one hit or an album filler or whatever it's still the Beatles it's going to be heard yeah and I I gotta believe that wow you know that if my girlfriend was writing songs about me 
Yeah, like Taylor Swift. I was just about to say, well, that thing you had with Taylor Swift, that didn't go well. well. She does write a lot about me, and I do get upset. I call her on that. <laughs> Nancy's but, got an album coming out. There, right? <laughs> I didn't even want to hear that one. That's a triple album, by the way. I'm buying that one. That's a, it's a triple album. It's a um, triple album. All Mitch well, must pass. No, it's called All Gas Must Pass. Um, no, that's the Mitch acts for that story. Nice. But uh, you can only imagine what Jane must have been thinking. Now, Paul could easily just go, all right, therapeutic for me to write we can work it out or you won't see me whatever and then jane's listening to them for the first time going what you just told the world that we're having issues so it must have been tough so but paul did have a bunch of songs good and bad uh meaning you know uh happy lovey and all that Mm -hmm. in the beginning like all my loving and we'll get to all these yeah we'll get get to them but uh you know you could easily tell what like Tony said, you could easily see where the relationship was going uh, either way based on Paul's songs. Well, especially by the time it ended. <clears throat> by the yeah. way, just checking. Um, yes. Yeah, so Jane's mother was a music, music teacher. teacher, right, was a music professor. Um, so they had a lot of instruments in the house. So a lot of it was also the idea, too, that um, Paul had Paul was connected so much to the family and I think part of the problem is that whether or not Jane was the right woman for him, it was also the idea that he had con- connected and gotten in so deeply with the family. Right. That, you know, that that causes that that's a, a big issue. That's a tough situation to you be know, in. That's a really tough situation to be in, especially when you're giving songs to Peter Asher and his you know Peter and Gordon. Yeah. And, Which had pretty and, much stopped by the time of the break. But but even when they broke up, Peter was still the head of A and R at Apple. Yes, Peter Asher. Oh, I mean, he still stayed, kept it with the family. He still stayed in the Beatles family. And to Which, and to go ahead, sorry, Tom. Which must have made it an unusual situation for the family dynamic. Yes, you know. But, I mean, Jane did move on. Let's face it. And one thing we also have to remind listeners, and we have to consider too, is that. We have never really heard the Jane Asher story from Jane Asher. I was just going to say that. That's important, Tony, because we haven't heard it from Paul either. Nope. Paul told Barry Miles, it's not right. She kept her mouth shut all these years. He didn't say it like this. So don't I don't want to make it seem like he said mouth shut. No, no, no. He kept quiet. She kept quiet about the relationship all these years. He didn't feel it would be right to kiss and tell. Yes. And I have to respect that from both of them. Yeah, because you've never ever really heard the story. Yeah, it was much like the the Paul McCartney and uh, and Renata Blau, um, same kind of thing. So right. you know, um, and the Taylor Swift Mitch Axelrod and the Taylor Swift until Mitch tonight, yes. until tonight. <laughs> Hearing it, you hear it now. Um, but I also wondered, did they ever have a, like an agreement? Did they say, hey, let's not talk about each other, you know, or you know, I mean. I mean, Jane's a successful actress. I don't think she needs the money, but at one point, everyone's written a book. Um, and she has a, a, a good story to tell just with Paul, but a, a, the rest of her career also. But, but I always but wondered, I you know, did they say, hey, let's not talk about each other. I promise not to say anything. You promise not to say anything. Well, Even though you know, Paul was writing songs, and you can look at it that way also. I think she it's a matter say- of it's, it's too personal. I think it's a matter of the fact that it's a respect issue. Like right. Mitch was saying, I think, I think the point being that, you know, let's face it, all most of the tell all books have been, you know, 
um, someone's accountant, someone's this, someone's, you know, the guy that ran the promo department, you know, these are, these are, are not intimates. Um, Cynthia's was definitely obviously the most intimate book, but let's face it. We didn't, we didn't really hear the Francie Schwartz story in, in the early eighties. We heard the Cynthia walks in and finds Yoko in her bathrobe. Well, Francie did tell Rolling Stone her end of the story. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Francie spoke about it, which is, you know, you know, Paul could have easily in these last 50 years said something to anybody because they both moved on. You know, Jane got married, had three kids and he could have easily said something because he's Paul McCartney and not give a shit. But I think he honestly loved her that much where and and like you said, Tony, the respect factor. Uh, yes. For both on, on yes. both of them, you know, it's it's yeah. a big thing right now. If Jane Asher, 70 years old, whatever, 74, whatever she is, came out and started talking about Paul McCartney, she could easily have headlines in every single paper ever, even if I mean, anywhere, even though he's going to be, you know, he's 78 or 79, whatever. And she's 75. Mm. They, they could easily be on every paper headline because it's never been told. I, I do have to say that won't do it. I do have to say, honestly, I, I don't agree 100 percent. I think at this point, mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's I won't say forgotten. I just don't think that that element is there anymore. He's if he was still Heather young, Mills got, the, got everything. The headlines. Who is this? Heather Mills got the headlines. Heather Mills was how many years ago now? I, I know. And but- Heather Mills. And you're talking about. You know, that was talk- Paul's first love, Jane Asher. And, and that also, could be the angle. That could be, but you're also talking about, you know, oh, well, then Paul got mad at me. Well, you know, Paul was 20, and I'm sure you got mad at him. But it know, makes for good it- reading. But you know what? I, I, think know. The, I, think, I think the British press would pick up on this much more than oh, yeah. maybe the American press or around the world, only because she's very successful. She's very English-based. Right. Yes. Than, yeah. than more of America. You don't see her in the States at all, really. You know, but in, in Great Britain, no. you know, she's still known. She's still I known. Think, I think, you know, the, the newspapers in Great Britain would pick up on that. Just the way they did, if you look at it, you know, with Heather Mills and Paul. That was very much a, a you know, at that point when the divorce started to happen, they yeah. all started attacking Heather Mills. Yeah. And they were waiting for that moment because they love Paul. You know, he's Mecca, you know? And... You know, once once Paul said, "Okay, I'm going to divorce her," then the British press, you know, jumped on Heather Mills, whether she deserved it or not. At this point, doesn't matter. But uh, they were ready for some of the embarrassing stories, and I'm sure they had, but didn't tell because it was Paul McCartney, and 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 Paul is loved in Great Britain. Oh, absolutely, and I think it's also the idea too, Rob, that um, yeah, and Mitch, what we were talking about about you know, is that. Following, you know, with John, following Cynthia, you know, his his childhood sweetheart, the first wife, the person he was with through the the beginnings of Beatlemania, that was followed by Yoko. So, you know, that that was followed by a tumultuous um, John going, you know, going off the deep end and getting into audio verite, and you know, so. The, the, the change to Yoko came with this, this life change, this like sea change for, for John. Right. 
for Paul, it went from Paul is with Jane Asher to Paul has met his new love and settled down. And the biggest problem you had with Linda was she was American. Right. You know, and and then, you know, yeah, when we found out years later, the conflict with her in-law, you know, her parent, her dad and her brother and the attorneys and Paul and the management. But that was different than like John, John's whole life changing on a dime when Yoko came in. I think I guess. So I think with with Paul and Jane, I think the story was just two young people in love, natural ending, moved on. You know, I, I just don't think it has the catch you know catchphrase that that you know and then came yoko you know if uh yoko was from out of space so you know, right I, yeah, I will i want to just say one thing about the breakup if you don't mind because uh, it's in alistair taylor's book and and it's imp- it's telling uh paul said jane wasn't just my woman she was my closest friend i've told her everything inside me she knows what makes me tick down to the things that happened as a kid um, with Jane, I could just relax completely and be myself. And that seemed to be what she wanted. With the other women, I'm a fucking millionaire rock star who just happens to be as about as shallow as a puddle. And the other thing he said was, Alistair said that Paul used to cry all the time about Jane. And then he'd laugh and joke and say, I thought Jane was a drama queen, but it's me. Yeah. You know, well, and, yeah. and that says a lot. I mean, I, I still think. Well, look, not, the reality- not that he loves her anymore, but I, you know, Jane said at the time, I didn't break it off. It broke off. She didn't go into I'm detail. Sorry, she didn't go and break it off, to be right, honest. Right. With the way, no, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Lorraine and Bobbitt looked yeah, at really. But but she did. She did say we have again. This is 1970. You know, she said that we have seen each other and and our families. So, I mean, it's not it's not like, you know, they. We don't know what, the, you know, in the last 50 yeah. years, what's yeah. what the relationship been. Right. right. For all they, we know, who knows? they may have gotten together. For I was just no. about to say, for all we know, maybe they've talked, you know, look, yeah. let's face it. I'm sure. I don't know for After sure. After 50 folks, years. I mean, I'm sure when Linda acknowledged passed. Linda's passing, I'm sure, too. I'm sure. Yeah, how do you not? She's she's still she's still a, a class act as a person. And Correct. that's been universally said throughout. The fact that she you never know. said a word about Paul and she, you know, she could have been down on her luck and not been as successful as an actress when she got older and made buku bucks talking about Paul. She never did. Yeah. That yeah. says I, a lot I, about I the character. And, and the thing about that also is that sometimes you just slip. Even if you're trying not to talk about it, right. sometimes you right. slip and you right. say something which obviously people would know what you're talking about. And we've never heard that side of her. It's almost no. like it's we been really pulled haven't out heard of her. much about her at all. It's almost like it's pu- been pulled out of her system. You know, like any poll reference. OK, we're going to pull it out and you won't. That means you don't she's, have to talk she's about She's trained herself not to go there. I mean, I, I, I've got to be honest. Anybody who. Um, is an is an actor. You know, there is the, the, you use the right word, Rob, in a way. It's like you deprogramming yourself, you know, right. You go into an interview, you go into a formal thing, you've you've clicked the McCartney stories right out of the script. I, 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 I will, like Paul does when he, you know, not to be joking, but like Paul does with his interviews. Oh, yesterday was in a dream. That automatically yeah. comes right to the forefront. Yeah, programmed. Not you know something, we've interviewed Peter Asher and we've heard Peter Asher interviews. Even when people go close to mentioning his sister and Paul, yeah. he will deflect it 
with grace. Very much with grace. Lot. And he, he's very good at that. And I'm, and obviously he would have to know too, because I'm sure Jane oh, might have said something, should have said something to him. Uh, but the fact that he deflects it and he moves on says a lot to me. Well, you have to think that, that Jane to Jane to Peter, um, brother and sister. So it's a, it's a family relationship. Yep. But if you think about the Pete best Neil Aspinall scenario, you've never heard about know, that. To, right. But, but also too, you also had, you know, Neil turning around to Pete and going, Oh, what do I do? You know, and Pete saying, look, man, stay, it's, stay with the guys, you know, stay with them. This is what right. you're doing. This is your, you know, right. So maybe there was a situation where Peter turned around to Jane and kind of like went, uh, what do I do? You yeah, know, well, he, you're he my family right. he, and you're he didn't leave Apple until James Taylor. Yeah. Guy to leave. Yeah. yeah. And, and James, right. Right. So Jane may have just said, you know what, Peter, that's, that's your life. Don't, you know, I'm, I'm out of the relationship with Paul, but your life has to continue. Right. You know, Peter still has a relationship with the Beatles. He's on the serious uh, Beatles channel. Yeah. Absolutely. He does his own thing. I mean, he has great stories to tell. Right. Right. So, you he know, just God wrote a book him. about the Beatles, Beatles A to Z. Yeah, A to Z. Yep. So so talking about having stories to tell or and Mitch talking about them having a uh, Paul having a public forum in which to, quote, tell his story. Um, let's have a, a fab forum. That would be a, a fab. Well, he would he would be a fab. Yeah, because he's a singular fab and it would be his forum. So, yeah, I'd say so. Um, we stole our name from him then. There we go. Yeah, we stole our name from Paul. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, you know, Paul still had a forum in which to 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 talk about or to broadcast some of his Just thoughts. To be public and about it. Yeah, and um, let's let's look at some of the songs that Paul McCartney wrote during the period um, when he was with Jane, and and you can if you do that, maybe you can. And it, look, it's speculation. We don't have n- none of us have Paul's notebook in front of us, but. Not in his head. Um, some but, of it he said, but some of it he's publicly said, I, I believe this was about. Yes. Jane, yeah. I believe that. So, yeah, some yeah. of it is not speculation. So we'll start with, you know, by the time with the Beatles uh, was recorded, the relationship with Jane was already underway. So we look at something like All My Loving. Right. There's your straightforward. Um, really, you can't get any more of a straight love song than that. Um, you know. Uh, the remember I'll always be true part we can probably question, but um, you know, <laughs> never thought it, about. No, hold it, hold it. Paul likes to write ideal idealistic songs yes. a lot of times, so yes. you know that I think is part of it. You know, you, we you know, but you know, all of them on tour, you know, had their share. Yeah. Um, yeah. And by the same time, he's being idealistic in this. It's the beginning of the relationship. You're always that way in the beginning of the relationship. And, and, and Paul's idealistic yeah. anyway. So, yeah, and, not always. And, you know, the you idea wrote this on tour. Yes. Close your eyes and I'll kiss you tomorrow. I'll miss you on the road. Yep. Written on the road, reflecting the concept of being on the road. Um, while I'm away, I'll write home every day because, you know, everybody, there were no cell phones back then. Um, internet. What's that? No internet. There was no internet. You're right. Yeah, you Paul know, wasn't on his on his phone. <laughs> wait, uh, close your eyes. Tomorrow, I'll miss you. I'll, I'll email home every day. Anyway, wow. I'll sext you. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll sext you every day. It's it's really just <laughs> wow. 
that sentiment is just kids won't understand that 25 years. I'll write home every day. So what? He sits down and types out an email. Um, <laughs> really? That's wild. Um, it is weird. Talk about things that like in Beatles songs that, that aren't going to make sense in 20 years. Um, but, um, you know, so all my loving, I mean, I guess we agree. It's a fresh start. It's it's it was, you know, it was recorded in July and they met in April. So he he definitely was. He was on tour at that time. And I I can we can only speculate that it was about her and he was really missing her. Okay, so we'll go chronologically. Um, I think think we should in order to tell. Yeah, I'm going to toss. Hold me tight as being a, you know, that's I I don't think that one. No, well, that was that was done beforehand. That was, yeah. it was. That song had been floating around for a while, right, and again, right. chronologically, it shows up at the time that she's already in the picture. But it's not really a love song. It's a it's a it's a dance number. Um, I guess we move on to Hard Day's Night, and, yeah. and I love her. Um, right. Either that, or well, actually, I was going to say if you want to go by when it was released. Um, things we said today was actually 10 days prior. Well, yeah, I'm same album that period. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and we'll talk about both of them. Yeah. Um, you know, but, it, but it is a different, it is a different kind of angle to those two songs. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and I love her is, um, again, back to, as you're saying, Rob, the idealistic love song, a love like ours will never die as long as I have you near me? Well, that's I'm part of the whole thing. A lot of songs like that. That's that's the jive. That's the jive. Near me is very key with a lot of his songs. A, a lot of his songs because. And it, you, you take it as like an innocuous thing. But. <laughs> but Paul McCartney, the, the person who, you know, you know, let, yes, his mom worked. You know, his mom was a, a working a woman, a working person. Um, but his mom came home after her shifts. You know, his mom was home probably at any time she wasn't at work. She was home with the family. Right. Um, to Paul's idea of the idealistic family, it's, it's, it's the nuclear family unit where, you know, the husband and wife, the couple, the loving are in the same space. And if one of them is going out to go to work and coming back, it's still going to be that old-fashioned Liverpudlian male thinking that here is his Jane, who is so beloved and already an actress and already being so successful and already going out and on movie shoots and going on the West End and doing what she's doing. But here is the guy who probably in the back of his mind still wants the woman who's going to come home and make him dinner. Well, you know, that, was, uh, that wasn't uh, just Paul, though. It was a lot of people. No, no right, that, but that's why I'm saying that. That's why I bring it was in misogynistic, much more misogynistic. It, 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 it's it, misogynistic because misogyny, no. misogyny comes with a, a sort of a hatred. Yes, yeah, but I would never I would never think that Jim McCartney was misogynistic. You know, no, it's just at that time it was like it was sexist that we consider it now sexist. But but again, I think but then it was just what it was. I think we're I putting too much that. into it. I think if yeah. I think if Paul's girlfriend had a day job. 
I don't think it would have been a problem. I don't think it was, it was like you come, you know, maybe when you come home from work, honey, maybe we make dinner together. I don't know. But the idea yeah, right. was it, it needed to be a closeness as far as he was concerned. Right. I think anyway. So, you know, a love like ours will never die as long as I have you near me. So but keep those words near me. Yes, it's That's why I that's why I repeated that line. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, anyway, there's your love song there. Can't buy me love. I, you know, that that's a that's a, a hook line, I think, that led right. to a song. I don't I mean, think he's not talking really, about hookers. No, no, right. Yeah, that wasn't meant that way. Right. Not that kind well, of a hook. Because you can buy you love. You can buy you. Well, you know, you can. But uh, um. But you brought in uh, things we said today and the, the concepts in that song. And that's that's a little bit more of an interesting, you know, we had that in our part of our unlove thing uh, that yeah. we did recently. But, uh, you know, if you want to expand on that. A no, little. I just think, you know, you say you will love me if I have to go. On you know, you'll be thinking of me somehow. I will know that's right. that's cool. But then, you know, the, the part that is. A little weird to me is um, me. I'm just the lucky kind. Love to hear you say that love is luck. And though we may be blind, love is here to stay. And that's enough. You know, the blind part uh, to me, I'm, I'm, I think he's thinking realistically. I don't know whether, you know, he's thinking, OK, we may be two crazy kids here and maybe it'll last. Maybe it won't. But I think he's trying to be a little realistic here. It's not as, quote, fresh in love as like, and I love her and all my loving. Now it's a little more mature, just a little more mature in the start of a relationship. Yes. I mean, if you, if you think about it, here's a weird perspective. I mean, he wrote that song on a yacht in the Caribbean with Jane. Right. And is that bizarre to say, um, it, it, it was a song with future nostalgia in it, which is a very odd way of going. Um, but you know, the, the someday when we're, I mean, it's the someday when we're dreaming, but someday when I'm lonely, right back to Wishing this, you again. weren't so far away. Wishing you weren't so far away. Again, or, she's doing or, her own thing, and or he's deep in love. Tour. Not a lot to say, which deep makes more. it sound like, which you would think if you're deep in love, there would be more to say. No, that's no, I, no, I, I disagree with that. Line. Yeah, when you when you're the, the Winnie and I talk about all the time that sometimes we will, you know, we're a hundred miles apart very often, and sometimes we will just sit on the phone with each other and just be working. I, I can be in the same room with you Nancy, know. Rob, and I love Nancy more than anything in this world. No, you do, and. I do. Oh, I do. Yeah. I thought you said, I, no, you don't, <laughs> but I do. And like, we don't have to sit there and talk about everything yeah. every day. Right. Because yeah. I love her and she loves me. And I know that. And we may say nothing all day, but I still love her. So yeah. I can understand yeah. where Paul's coming from on that one. Not a lot to say, but it, isn't, still, isn't, you know. isn't it interesting? And look, of course, again, all of this is speculative. Of course it could be completely because of the semantic, of, of the of the words fitting into a verse. But do you notice it's someday when I'm lonely, wishing I wasn't so far away or wishing we weren't so far apart or whatever. 
Wishing you weren't. Wishing you weren't so far away. Right. It wasn't like he was saying, I wish I was near you. Yeah. He's saying, I wish you were near me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's part of it. That's, you know, that's a repeating phrase uh, during this part of Paul's writing. And also, John, if you think about just on the other side of the coin, a lot of John's lyrics were about, you can't do that. Uh, I'll cry instead. I'm going to break you in two. You know, there's a there's there's a lot of jealousy in John's lyrics in 64. Yeah, but there's but there's also there's also the even though people slam the hell out of this song, and I don't know why, but there's also when I get home. Right. No, that's yeah, that's that, you know. that comes across more of as a Paul song than John's song. But Which, if if Paul had been a hold on one sec, guys, I'm sorry. That's okay. right. You, you George, said if we're Paul recording had been... an episode. Can I can I buzz you back? All right, I'll call you later. Bye. If Paul had, you said. It, 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 I'm just wondering whether or not Paul would have um, been able to sing that song if he had been a vegetarian in 64. Because Lover Till the Cows Come Home, would that have been like not? Okay, anyway. <laughs> just a thought. Anyway. Well, they were having a beef. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sorry. Wow, that was funny. It. That was funny. I liked it. Oh, they, were having, they had a beef with each other. So, well, well when I get home on a hard day's night, are very kind of almost sequelish. Yes, and, without know, a doubt. What they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, and well, was John talking about Jane Asher? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> totally kidding. That's a whole other show. Yeah, that's a whole other show. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But uh, but also around that time, and don't forget for those fans who may not realize, but yes, on that same album, um, no, no, Paul was not planning to run away from Jane to never see her again. I'll Follow the Sun was written when Paul was like 16. What, 16. So that was not a song that was in any way related to any current right. relationships Paul was in. That was a, a, a leftover, I guess. Well, um, yeah. Contextually and timing wise, where are we at? Are we going into uh, Beatles for Sale? I, I we didn't think talk we about And I Love Her. Beatles for Sale. We, didn't we talk did about talk about And I Love Her, yeah. We talked about And I Love Her. No, we didn't. Not really. I mean, yeah, we'll get if you have something to add. We're still there. I mean, not just, um, I, it's, it's interesting how if that song was released the way it originally was recorded, I'm not sure we would think of it as this great love song. I think the arrangement is so important to that song and to make oh, it a definitely. standard or that, you know, the, that stands out the way it does. Yes. But uh, lyrically it would have been the same, Rob. Right. Yeah. It, it was, it was the same, right. but it just, I think it's, right, it's the feel of it drumming song than yes. you know, what, what George added to it along the way, you know, he really classically it up. Oh, without a doubt. Way. But, it, but it might've been doing it as a rock number would have, would have concealed him wearing his heart on his sleeve a little bit. But if you still looked at the lyrics on paper, well, then that, that part the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. 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 So, so, but you know, and I love her to me is, you know, is one of the great Paul to Jane Asher songs. I mean, without a yeah. doubt, without a doubt. It's, it's very, so very fun. optimistic. Yeah. 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 Hey everybody. Tony from fab Four free for all here, letting you know that you can win the two CD version of the newly released, remixed, remastered John Lennon Plastic Ono Band album, courtesy of the good folks at Capitol Records and Universal Music. All you have to do is send an email to fab4freeforall at aol.com. That's fab, the number four, free, the number four, all at aol.com with the subject line JLPOB. 
Make sure you include your name and address as well. The deadline to enter the contest is May 21st, 2021, and the winners will be picked on May 22nd, 2021. So again, just send an email to fab4freefall at aol.com, J-L-P-O-B, win your copy of the Plastic Ono Band remixed, remastered, courtesy of Capital Universal Music and your friends here at Fab Four Free For All. Um, okay, so moving to to Beatles for Sale, we're looking at we're looking at a little bit of a change here. Well, we're looking um, at the song that you and I both love, Tony. Well, because we joke about the recording aspect. Yes, of I'm it, kidding. But, but what you're doing is uh, is uh, uh, there. Talk about a finger being pointed. Um, and very quickly in, in the Beatles career. I mean, we're, we're talking July to December and it's not. And I love her anymore. Not that it's not. And I love her because he still probably loves her like crazy. Yeah. But yeah. it gets a little more. Um, what's contentious. Based on some of the Intense, lyrics and what word. you're doing. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, but 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 you have to wonder. I mean, that is it. You know, how much of it is real and how much of it is is songwriter liberty or you um, know what? He could have been having a bad day with John and it could have been he could have been talking to John on this one. We don't know. He doesn't ever really say, well, he does say, please stop your lying. You got me crying, girl. So. There you go. Then that doesn't it always, just, it always just sounds like he's stressing the G crying. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I mean, it's. uh that's really intriguing. That would be an interesting interpretation of whether or not he added the little the girl extension because to maybe throw people was, off to throw people. Maybe he was pissed at John. That's interesting. But the please stop your lying. That's yeah. the line in the song where, again, did he need to rhyme something with crying? Did he, you know, again, speculation, but it's, right. it's in print. Right. You know, if, if he was concerned about her. You know, I mean, I don't know what was we don't know the in, intricate workings of the relationship, but it is fascinating that only a few months after and I love her comes what you're doing. He's saying if you need a love that's true, it's me. It's me. Right. Right. So but we don't know if he's being true or not. I mean, like Rob said, they all got their whatever their share mm-hmm. on the road, but. But he she's he's saying to her and it's weird. Please stop your lying. You've got me crying, girl. Um, I, I, you know, we don't know. We don't know. Maybe it, maybe this is to one of the groupies. You've got me. No, but then there's the you've got me running and there's. No yes. Fun and there's no fun in it. Right. I've you been know, waiting here for you, wondering what you're going to do. Like that could also be going back to I'm on the road. Are you going to come visit me? Are you going to be with and, me? And let's face it, when they weren't touring. Um, at that point, they were they were still, you know, we think of we think of England and with, I'm, we, I, we're all Anglophiles here, folks. But we think of England, but England's England's not that big, really, when you think about it. It's not that huge. And they were still the Beatles were still England based. So the idea was whether she was traveling from pillar to post to do appearances or whatever with them, if they weren't touring, it was pretty much the recording studio home recording studio home you know they weren't really getting i mean there were tv appearances or tv appearances yeah yeah 
But I don't think there was a lot of like crashing in hotels when they weren't on tour. So it was the, I've been waiting here for you at the end of the night. If, if she was out doing a movie shoot or she was, he was by himself. I think the opening, you know, the opening of this song, Tony says everything. You don't even need the rest of the song. It's if you read it verbatim, look, look what you're doing. I'm feeling blue and lonely. Would it be too much to ask of you what you're doing to me? Like right there yeah, alone, you don't need anything else. That says a lot. Now, again, it's blue and lonely. Yeah. Now, no. now, again, we have to add for the whole well-rounded concept is that, you know, a hopeless romantic is going to over-romanticize every aspect of okay. the relationship. You could good really and be missing bad. her. So, you know, basically, Jane may have felt like, you know, there's nothing wrong with this. We're in a mature relationship. I have my work to do. He has his. I love him. I'll be home. We don't know if she was saying to him, oh, you know, gee, Paul, I don't really know how this is going to go. And, I, you know, or maybe she was aware that maybe he wasn't quite as true and just hadn't been confrontative. Listen, this could be so, as simple as. It could be as simple as Paul loving her. He's on the road. He wishes he was, she was there. He's writing to her at, in, in, like a love letter in his head. She has no idea that she's making him blue and lonely. You know, and, it and could be that. Too, she she might've done absolutely nothing except right. they were being in love. It's very different than the monkey song. She, and I just thought of this because okay. in that, in that lyric, it's missing her and wishing she were here. All right. You know, here she'd only do me wrong now. Well, there you go. I she'd didn't get to that far. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I that's get that far, but so it's sort of the same. But, but I, th I you know, yeah, well, again, please stop your lying is that she'd only do me wrong now, right? Yes, and that's the thing. You know, it the beginning of this song, if it is about Jane, could be totally innocent because he's just really missing her and you know let's face it no offense to anybody he could have blue balls and he'd be like oh my god i need you i need right. jane you know no, what no, i mean no. i don't mean it like that but no, no 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 but at the end though the please stop your lying that says something totally different that's not just him missing her something's going on here if but he's it's lying also and she's lying something's going on i'm not saying she did anything wrong he could be over you know and, and uh, sometimes but, and sometimes overreaction in that <laughs> respect Sometimes overreaction is also a result of guilt. Could be. Right. But so, you know, the part of that, that, those sessions, they also recorded She's a Woman. Bing, I was just, it was right here. I was right so, here on the paper. There's right? a lot of positive in that song. Right. <laughs> right. You're right. You know, wow. and even the My Love Don't Give Me Presents, I know that she's no peasant. Well, Jane certainly was not a peasant. No. You know, um, you know, she's a woman who understands maybe, you know, that was, I wrote this one the next day, you know, when I woke up and went, Oh hell, I just wrote that. What you're doing thing, man, I better, I better, you know, it's, 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 it's amazing how you, you can go back and forth just as, not just as Paul McCartney, but as a writer, one yeah. day you write a real positive song and the next day, you know, the other side of the, the story comes out, so to speak, or whatever. Um, I think she's a woman's a great song. I, um, uh, it's you know, there's there's interest, you know, lo love me or so. Excuse me, 
Only Rob has Hunt. to give me love forever and forever. That was my favorite right. one of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. But and, but you but, know it, yeah. it, it, oh, it's it's funny and not to sorry uh, Mitch, but no, no it's worry. funny, but as you know, as a as a lyricist, I found that um when you're when you're younger and this, you know, they joke about the ever popular tortured artist effect and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, when you're younger, it's easier to write, I think, idealistic songs. There's there's a there's a lack of um, like there was a joke. I forgot who the songwriter was, but somebody made a comment. There aren't a lot of words that rhyme with happy. And, and you, I don't say that to be funny, but as you as you mature as a songwriter, sometimes you 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 pull to get deeper and and happy and joyful and content in a relationship when you get much older when you're in your 40s and 50s like you were saying mitch about being able to sit with nancy and be quiet you realize the depth that. of a relationship of of you know that that can live in silence right but when you're in those in-between years yeah like it, it you the negative side of things can really make you dive in and write songs even you know you can even stretch a situation intentionally to well, get funny a song the out. word that rhymes with happy is crappy right <laughs> there you go but seriously though <clears throat> you know it's, but i'm it's, so, just talking the dichotomy of you know both of those weird yeah but 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 it's 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 easier quote unquote sometimes to write a song when you're pulling from you know uh, different circumstances that are, you know, as opposed to just, well, we're in this content relationship. Yay. But also, you know, you know it, it, like Rob said, it, it's um, it's amazing how Paul could go back and forth, you know, but, you know, in our lives, just our mood swings. I mean, if, if the sun is out, I could have a great day. But, you know, if I if I ate something and, and I'm bloated, I might act crappy to everybody in the world for the next two days. Mm. You know, it's just and the yeah. same thing. With That's mother. why I always ask you what you've had for breakfast before. Well, I call. Yeah, thank you. But yeah. well, when when you nudge me, yeah. <laughs> when I call, <laughs> oh my! <laughs> That's why Nancy and I don't talk. <laughs> no, but honestly, wow. though, I think you know. It, so I could easily write a song if I'm having a bad day, uh, and then you know the next day it could be you know the, the Brady Bunch. It's a sunshine day, you know. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. because or, it's, or it could be good day sunshine. There you go. You're coming up to. But uh, very good. Wow, that going, was good, bro. We are coming up to good day sunshine. We are, well, we're for, but but we have to get past another oh. girl. Oh yeah, we have to. <laughs> wow. And there's another song actually before. Yep. Good day uh, sunshine. But another girl. Wow. I mean, if this doesn't say if if again if it's about Jane. <laughs> But, you know, you're making me say that I've got nobody but you. But but my favorite line, but as from today. <laughs> right. I've seen someone that's new. I've got, I've got somebody that's new. I always that's used to want to know what new was. By the way, one more thing. Tony, you were just talking about songs with the word happy in it. Yeah. Paul has a song called Happy With You, which does not right. mention love. Right. He's just happy with you, which is, right. a, which is such a great thought. It's a, great, it's, it's a great it's a great song just being it's, in love it's he is happy with her and contentedness yes it's yes it's love very interesting that for, but the that, person that who wrote song. another girl is not content with his current no, relationship. No, he is not <laughs> <laughs> that's such you know it's it's we we've always said this a lot in our past lives as fab form and now this is a song that's you know you don't really think about the lyrics Warriors of the onion much. 
Well, because because it's such a you know great song number one, and and it's such an up uh, music bed that you're like, oh wow! But then when you really dive into the lyrics, this is one of his most biting songs. Come on! But it's also isn't it also interesting. You you chose the quote from Alistair Taylor where you talk about Paul saying she was my best friend. Yep. Well, look at the line in another girl. You know, I've got another girl who will love me to the end through thick and thin. She will always be my friend. Right. But but you know what? Can I just ask this? Can I just say something? Is this about Jane or is this about someone and he's telling them about Jane? Meaning she'll always be my friend. It's the groupie who I'm just on the side. Isn't that isn't that wild? You could flip well, it on a dime. I, I was gonna say something about a song which I think Paul contributes tremendously to, but he didn't write it, and that's if I needed someone. And now you guys, which is that same thing what you're just talking about, you know, I have already someone. If I needed someone, you're the one I'd be thinking of. Yeah. And if you notice, Paul sings literally the entire song with George. And and it, it's sort of what you're just saying, you know. It, he he's he's saying it to another girl who isn't Jane. You know, I already have someone through thick and thin. That's a great right. great point about you. Know, she will always be my friend. Because yeah. it it you know right away we think I'm I'm yelling at Jane. You know what? I I have someone else. If you if you don't really love me and don't want to come on tour with me and don't want to be my girlfriend like I want you to be right. and, and don't want me to be, you know be the model girlfriend, I have someone else. But but, <laughs> but if but, you flip, it, it easily could be that way. Yeah, but, but if, that as it. from today is the catch line though, Mitch. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah. But as from today, well, I've got somebody that's new. He's in the middle of his relationship with Jane. And he's saying, well, as from today, I've got somebody that's new. Would he be saying to a groupie as from today? No. You know, for a long, long time, I've had someone that wasn't you. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just making. No, I understand. So it's he, interesting. Look, but but it's, it's interesting to see the dynamic. We don't know who he's talking to. We can only surmise that he's talking about Jane here saying, you know, look, I, you don't want to be who I want you to be, which is wrong, meaning, you know, but on his part. I can have anybody. I'm on the road. I'm Paul McCartney. I'm the and, cute beetle. And in terms wow. of when this song was written versus another song and versus the fact that, again, we've never gotten the full story from these two. Maybe he heard this about someone else. I don't remember reading Paul's, but man buys ring, woman throws it away. Same old thing happens every day. I'm down. Yeah, really down. <laughs> now, we, we, I now again, we're all alone and there's nobody else. You still moan, keep your hands to yourself. That yeah, might... but you tell lies thinking I can't see. Bah, telling lies again. Back exactly. To, back to the telling lies from earlier. But is what she is telling it? lies? If, if she is, he can if just is. be thinking she is. Or, or, or are these Paul McCartney formulaic song lines? It could be. Again, you know, is, is this small speculation, Richard? but it, you know, it, it is interesting because so many of the songs that, like, the, like the next one we're going to get to, you know, he, he, he's come out and said, it's about Jane. So you have to assume that some of these others are about Jane too. And the next they song. They can't will... all be just fantasy, you know? I mean, no. I mean, they, I guess they can. Well, but... they, look, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest. I've got so many songs where what gets me into the song is an incident or an emotion. Yes. And then once I'm in the song and I have to rhyme words. You can embellish. 
you you embellish you and sometimes you finish the song and you believe it or not you've actually filtered out some of what you started with yeah it could it could have totally been something different than what you wanted it to be exactly um and that could be these two yeah but i I, have to admit though another girl was pretty just the title (laughs) come on wow and then and then john says to did Paul, you're going to lose that girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take her. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> oh, you never know. Wow. Um, now is is night before about a one night stand or is it, you know, you know, that's but that's George. No, that's Paul. That's, that's Paul. Paul. I'm sorry. I was thinking yeah. I need you. No, that was going to be the next. And now the night before. There it is. Were you I'm, telling lies? Were you telling lies? How many lies? Is- before. Man, I would love to be Pinocchio to see how yeah. much the, you know, the freaking nose grows with this, this couple. You know, we said our I, and look, let's be honest. Yeah. You know, a, a lie from someone who's going out on the road or someone going on a movie shoot or going a lie could be as simple as, oh, I'll be home right after the shoot. Right. Doesn't have and to be. Became, and then it became, oh, you know, we went out and grabbed a bite. Not to ever allude to the idea that Jane was doing something bad no but you know uh, don't worry paulie i'll be home right after we shoot don't worry paul we wrap on monday and i'll see you at the such and right. such and maybe it wraps tuesday and he then said it wraps July. tuesday or wednesday and, and maybe July. right right so were you telling lot he's, he's big on you know he's big, big on, on accusation big on accusation so but that's a that's a good point. I didn't even have the night before. Rob. When I held you near, you were so sincere. You were you so like, sincere. Well, when not I held you, you are near, so sincere. back to the nearness again. Yes, but you're not. He doesn't say you are so sincere. No, but but it's that proximity thing. When I held you near, you were so right. sincere. Treat me like you did the night before. When you're when you're with me. You know, last night is the night I'll remember you by when if, when I think of things we did, it makes me want to cry because you're not here now you again know. or or proximity again or you know or is he talking to i, I hate to say it but is he talking to a one-night stand you know when i held you near you were so sincere treat me like you did the night before it could be some a roadie you know i mean a groupie you mean not a roadie not, not a roadie <laughs> <laughs> Did i say roadie no i meant a groupie paul and neil aspinall there's a new no, no i meant i meant a groupie yeah, but yeah, i mean yeah, it could be a groupie yeah. because he'd still see them. They go from town to town and, and treat me like you did the night before. Were they at that point? I think I, I think these were different in the, that part of the sixties. Yeah. Uh, couple years later, they started yeah. traveling with the band. Yeah, they started with that. That's oh, right. With Pamela at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. This was still the younger, you know, um, if I they, don't know, again, if it, they were hooking up at that point, they were hooking up with peers or, or, contemporaries or people in the industry, I think, or, you know, I think, but not Peggy Lipton, not Peggy. No. Um, but, but, uh, when I was a kid, I used to think that that's what Mike Nesmith was saying at the beginning of the guitar solo in the song on the first album, when he says, Oh, pick it. Listen. I thought he was saying, Oh, Peggy Lipton. I really did. Honestly. Anyway, <laughs> Sonny uh, Liston. wow. Paul, Mike must've owned Peggy Lipton. Cause oh, Sonny Liston. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sonny Liston. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Well, that was wow. Simon and Garfunkel with the box. <laughs> with the box. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. But, um, but yeah, so anyway, we, you know, we hit the night before and that's, that's, a you know, um, we move to Rubber Soul next. Well, hold it, hold it. Well, hold no, it. we don't. 
No, I think. Well, we didn't talk about yesterday. Well, yesterday is not really. I know, but one. Oh, I'm sorry. Have... I meant we. I meant no. I'm so sorry. Uh, you know what I did? My my bad, guys. I went to the. I went to the. I jumped to the American album. Yeah, right, okay. I saw the next song on my list. I've just seen a face, oh, and, okay, yeah. and I leave. Oh, see, I didn't American even have that. I, my next one is "We Can Work It Out." My next one is a song I really don't like, but lyrically could be to Jane. Go ahead. Tell me what you see. You know, look into these eyes, girl. Tell me what you see. Don't you realize, girl, what you see is me. Yeah, could be. Yeah, but I isn't mean, that really a, yeah. a big collaboration? What? Isn't that really a John and Paul? It probably is. But but it's, I it's always not, thought it was it Paul sings Paul. most of it. So, yeah, it sounds very Paul. It's not a great song. I mean, music. I'm not. I'm not thrilled with the music on it, but it's. It, it had some good lyrics there. That yeah. they. It's, yeah. It always seemed like they were trying to, you know, they get to the end of the verse and they say, "Okay, we're gonna do it again," and then they just go back. And it, yeah, it, they were very it, short on songs. Sometimes I, 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 I like it. I always like the. I like the keyboard break. The, 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 and that's that part of that. It's the only part I really like. But lyrically, yeah. that line could be very much about the whole relationship. Well, and it, um, it presents that idea. How can I get through? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, that's again, that's another um, he seemed to always have this need to like to to push through something with her or to get through something. Um, you know, can't you see that? Can't you try to see that I'm trying to get to you? You know, yeah. um, it was back but to that, that contradicts what we've been saying, because he always wanted her near him. And no, now but, but but trying to get to you, trying to get oh. I, I'm thinking more of the emotional it's side. Yeah it's, yeah, it's when I call you up, your lines engaged. How can I get through okay. you know, two different songs? But but yeah, but one's a physical one's an emotional. Yeah. But, you know, the, In the same vein, I, I get it. Metaphorically speaking. Yes. Okay. All right. But uh, but go ahead. So so we're we got uh, uh, tell me what you see. Absolutely. Uh, and from that, I was going to go with we can work it out next. OK. Instead, before I've that, just that predates help, right? It doesn't predate help oh, after help after help. But help. We've still got um, uh, we've still got yesterday. Yeah. And I've just seen a face and I've uh, just seen a face. All right. Uh, you're going I'm by American help. again. Yeah. You're yeah. thinking American now. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I wasn't even thinking yesterday at all, to be honest. Yesterday is probably, you know, uh, like we always talk about that idea, you know, here's a, a, a guy who's 23 years old. But he said he yeah. thought it up in a dream. So, you know, is he, he did. So when the dream was he 75, but you know what you think it up in a dream. Okay. I agree with you, but he thought it up as scrambled eggs. Yeah. But that later. even makes me more leery of adding into this discussion because he wasn't thinking of Jane. He, he thought it up in a dream and then I he was he thinking just, of scrambled eggs. I mean, I thought he just thought of the melody in a dream. I thought the lyrics he had to, yeah, he had to but write. The I, lyrics. I'm not. I mean, what okay. really what really would pertain to Jane in there? Um, it's it just the idea that you're 23 years old and you're saying all my troubles seem so far away. But that could you're, be about everything. That could be so good. generic. Sure. But I mean, he's 23 and he's not really living because he's being he's you know, in a bubble. It could also he's, be yeah. about his mother. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't Me think too. that really is that. And that would be very stretching it to include. No, yesterday. but I, again, I'm not saying yesterday's about Jane Asher. What I'm saying is that it's the way he thinks about year old young man thinking about to, relationships to be thinking about not even relationships. All my troubles seem so far away at 23. 
So right. you're talking about a dude who's, who's, you know, like we're saying, we, we equate that they're only 23, 25, whatever they are, but they're also a worldwide phenomena. So yeah. there's a lot of pressure on these dudes. Um, we got, uh, uh, we go to, um, uh, I've just, seen, was, a I've just seen a face, you know, um, I have never known the likes of this. I've been alone and I've missed things and kept out of sight, but other girls were never quite like this. But I think that's more, much more positive for Jane. I think so too. He's trying to. I think he's, yeah, he's, he's saying, you know, I may be untrue, but you are the only one for me. I'm basically. trying. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing my best and I've just seen a face and, but you, you know, fallen. Yes, I'm fallen. Um, I'm calling you back again. Yeah, you know, she keeps calling me back again. Keeps yeah. Calling me back again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think this is much more of a like an apologetic <laughs> guilt yeah. song yeah. saying I really love Jane. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I think it's a it's a it's it's a bouncy song. You know, it, the music matches the lyrics. You know, again, it's um, it just it's there and having fun. And it's it's a, it's about the fun side of the relationship to me. Yeah. Lyric well, hopefully. Me. Yeah. Hopefully there still can be fun, even though he may be guilty from some things. Well, you know, we, we yeah. go next to, I would imagine um, you won't see me. <laughs> well, no. What about we can work it out? We can work it out. Now that's where yeah, we we're part of the same today. sessions. Yeah. yeah, they are. Well, we can work it out is, I mean, this, I think he actually said is about Jane. Um, yeah. He says, uh, he he said the lyrics might have been personal, probably a reference to Jane Asher. And then John and then Paul took the song to Lennon to finish off. Right. Um, right. So, you know, you can I mean, really try to see it my way. <laughs> I mean, you know, no one no one goes against the great Paul McCartney. So <laughs> try to see it my way. Only time will tell if I am right or I'm wrong. Um because she's probably accused him of some things and he's saying, but we can work it out, you know, and, and he's trying to a, keep the relationship going. But, and that is a compromised way to hit that. Yes. Try to see, try to see it my way. Only time will tell if I'm right or I'm wrong. He, he's yes. not saying I'm, you know, well, you've got to do my, try to see it my way. Only time will tell if I'm right. I always love the ambiguousness of that in a way. Yeah. You know, um, but isn't it funny how, you know, you work it out and get it straight or say goodnight. Yeah. yeah. Never he's go trying to, to, bed he's mad. trying to work it out. Yeah. Yeah. Never go to bed mad kids. Anyway. Um, yeah. We can work it out and get it straight or say goodnight. Probably on the phone at that point. It was probably right. mostly. Well, or, or, or is goodnight goodbye. Ooh. Yeah. That's, that's what I would think. Wow. Right, we can work it out and try to get it straight or we say goodbye. That's interesting. I mean, because if you're if you're on the phone, like if, when I used to have a girlfriend uh, uh, last week and I said to her <laughs> okay, and I say, you know, uh, and we had a fight, you know, I'm either going to work it out with her. I'm not going to just say goodnight and go, it's, like you said, go to bed mad. I mean, it, it could be that way. But chances are he, you know, he might have meant or we could say goodbye. Not but to be it funny. better as goodnight and lyrically. Not to be funny, but they're they're British. No, good no. night. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, sir, I don't mean to be no, I, funny, I, I but get it. I get that, it. that I get picture it. of the 60s British, you know, well, I hate your darling. I hate your darling as well. Uh, All right. I'll see you tomorrow. Watch <laughs> tomorrow at nine. See you tomorrow. <laughs> you know, I mean, Will you go on my Palapani. 
pony. That was good. Um, so, Rob, any any thoughts on uh, on um, we can work it out or we can work it out has always been a you know to me a a, a sort of a positive breakup makeup song uh, depending yeah. on how you look at uh, right, fix this. Thing, you know it's you want it to be you know positive but then you know life is very short and there's no time for fighting my friend you know that that that's cuts through the whole John's line. and that yeah. was a john's line really so yeah. um so I, I always look at it as, as i don't want to say two separate songs but it does undercut you know john's does cut to cut balls you know, we can work it out, and he comes in. Well, it's it's a short life anyway, and then of course that happens. Right, so you might as well try to let it try now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But now, now we go to the the you won't see me. Oh, the, um, well, I was going to go through same thing, but I'm looking through you. Same thing. Same thing. It was released the same time. Yeah. 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 And and both uh, both very biting. Um, yeah. You know, I'm looking through you. Where did you go? I thought I knew you. What did I know? Love has a nasty habit of disappearing Just, overnight, my dear. Yeah. Well, well especially if you uh, say goodnight, you're still mad. <laughs> right. And <laughs> it, you know what? You don't look different, but you've changed. Yeah. Well, you're right. And also, it, it also becomes, a, in many ways, a continuation of You Won't See Me. Definitely. Right. In, in the way you, the, the song is set up, I call you up, your lines engage, I've had enough, so act your age. We've lost the time that's so hard to find. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will lose my mind if you won't see me. So but, but he's saying it's funny because he's being mean. And then he says, and I will lose my mind if you don't see me. Right. Well, yeah, so he's very he's very frustrated. It's a it's he, more frustration more than anything, because, yeah. um, you know, obviously he's still in, in, involved, you know, with this person he's writing about, which we assume is Jane. Right. Um, and it's just on his. He's like, okay, what's going on here? And then you go, then the next song, or almost it's on the same album, I'm looking through you. You know, it's like, forget this. I'm out of here. Yeah. But isn't, but I always get a kick out of that line. Um, You know, I've had enough. So act your age. Right. He's, he is 23 at this time and she is 19. Right, right. So act your age. You know, she is. She, she is. is. Really. <laughs> she is. I mean, look. Granted, people matured more quickly back then than they do yes. now. I get it. But you know, I've had enough. So act your age. She's four years younger than you, Paulie. Right. You know uh, that's it. It it's just uh, it it holds together very well. The, those two songs. Great. Yeah, those two songs. Really yeah, but you know what? It's weird because song. the only difference is you're down there. You were above me, but not today. The only difference is you're down there. So what does down there mean? Does it mean physically down where she was and he's not with her or, you know, class system wise, you know, you maybe, were above me. Maybe, maybe she was too smart for Paul. Maybe. But not but that's, today. That's but not a, today. He, you know, he was smarter. He's like, bye bye. I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah. I'm bitching at you. I've got the one up this time. You know, you yeah. were above me, but not to, or maybe, you know, it's that idea that, you know, maybe she had caught him in a few lies and caught him in a few and to say you were above me, meaning you had the upper hand. Yes, yes. yes. But not that. today. I, I love I, the I, lyrics, though. Your lips are moving. I cannot hear. It's like she's go- wow. yelling at him and yapping. And he's like, I don't hear a word you're saying. But that's such a guy line. Oh, though. it definitely is a guy line. It's I'm totally like, wow. it's like she's probably giving it to him. The, yeah. You know, justifiably. Yeah. And he's just like, la, la, la. I can't yeah, hear you. Your, your words, <laughs> I cannot hear. Your voice is your soothing, voice is soothing, but the words aren't clear. What? 
her voice is soothing, though. That's a weird one. No, it's not, actually, because it means that it, it's very understandable and very uh, welcoming to him. But, but the words clear, aren't clear. means that what is she talking about? Right. Well, it's also, proper, but what the hell is she talking about? Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Your voice is soothing, meaning, you know, you're in the room with me or you're on the phone with me. We're making contact. Right. The words aren't clear. I don't know. Wait, you're yelling at me. Wait, you're being mean. <laughs> wait, wait, what's happening? Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. La, 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 I can't hear you. <laughs> right, exactly. I can, um, I can easily see that. Michelle is a goof. That's got nothing to do with the. Um, no. I would say the next one would be for no one. For no one. Yeah. Well, well we, if, since we're going in order, I just want to throw a song that the Beatles recorded but didn't release until the anthology too. Go ahead. And just because of the line, love can be suicide from that means a lot. Yep. No. What the? <laughs> it's supposed to be a love and love can be suicide. Whoa. And then don't that, maybe that's why years. it didn't come out. And then don't forget a few years later, he wrote the song Suicide. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say that that one was just a, a way to rhyme with. Uh, I think so. Love can be. Deep I, I, I agree. But it, at the same time, here's a guy who's written all these love songs. And it's love can be suicide. Can't you see? But yeah, it's, funny. it's, like, it's but really weird. I'm, I'm reading the book, George, you know, Harrison on Harrison, the, the, the interview book. And George makes a couple of references to, oh, such and such. Well, it was either that or we just commit suicide. So I think that it's more of a flippant thing was a flippant kind of throwaway. Okay, thought. Well, yeah. Maybe Great Britain looked at that a little more glibly than I, mean, I don't know at that time at that time who knows yeah we're not um, uh, yeah it, yeah it, it is know. part of the uh canon so yeah no absolutely is, but yeah. but but it, i always think of that as a throwaway always um but uh, anyway but you you've got you've got the the two sides though mitch you get here there and everywhere and for no one and for no one but we were talking about here there and everywhere gave me a different perspective when we talked about it you know, we were talking about here, there and everywhere. And you just look at the opening line based on the fact of Jane Asher being a working woman away from him, away from him to lead a better life. I need my love to be here. Right. It's not I need my love to be. I, I need to be with my love. Right. I need my love to be here wherever yes. I am. Making each day of the year, you know, changing my life with the wave of her hand. Nobody can deny that there's something there. But it's it's this feeling that from the very outset, it's that to lead a better life, I need my love to be here. It's almost as if it's saying to Jane, it's it's kind of not a nanny nanny poo poo, but if if you want to make this whole deal work, no, I I Paul McCartney need my love to be here. Right. He again. He didn't say to lead a better life. I need to be with my love. Right. But also he he changed the lyric. Forgive my regards to Broad Street. He goes. Yes. Uh, I need a love uh, of my own life. I need a love of my own. So but there you go. But that's that's maturity talking. There a little bit. It's a little different, isn't it? That's maturity talking. But you know That's, what? I, I do think here, there and everywhere. The opening line might have been a subconscious thing. I need my love to be here. You know, and we may be totally reading into totally, it too much. And totally. we probably are. But that's who we are. But I mean, here, there and everywhere is, is a gorgeous song. 
Absolutely. Right. Now, this was recorded June. And the next song for no one was recorded in Jul- in August. So yeah, yeah. so to lead a better life, my, I need my love to be here. And then <laughs> and then <laughs> for no one, just you a month and a half later, all her words of kindness linger on. And she no and longer she needs me, no longer needs me. And, and this is, you, you know, man. he didn't break up with. Look, he didn't even, <clears throat> as we said at the top of the show uh, seven hours ago, um, that he didn't even they didn't even get engaged until December of, of 67. And we're talking still about August of 66. But <clears throat> again, in relationships, it goes up and down, as we know. And obviously, in these two months, it went up and down. Not that he was, you, you know, she no longer needs me at that moment because she obviously needed him later because they got engaged. And yet you don't believe her when she says your love is dead. Right. You think she needs you me. think she needs you. Yeah. So you're well, hoping that she still does. To me, for no one is one of Paul's greatest songs ever. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's one of my favorite. Masterpiece. Six, basically, what, six verses? And six stanzas. Ooh, stanzas, that's right. Okay. And it, each one, each one connects because... Um, your day breaks. And then the last line, your day breaks, your mind aches. There will be times when all the things she said will fill your head. You won't forget her. What a great ending for a song. What a great, it's, it's almost a, you know, an end of a relationship song. I Absolutely. Mean, wow. But it's also the truth about some relationships. There, there are times when all of a sudden something triggers in your head, a song, a book, you know, someone, something says perfume smell. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I'm thinking of her. And yes, it, but you know what? He, he said that he wrote this when they were uh, in the ski resort in the Swiss, Swiss Alps while on holiday with her. And wow. he said, I suspect it was another argument, you know, a love that should have lasted years. Yep. And then also the song's working title was Why Did It Die? But think about it, though. Again, it's like we're talking about. This is someone who has a world forum. Excuse me. This is someone who has a world forum that he says something. It's like Linda said years later, the Beatles say a word. If the Beatles want the world to hear the word, the, the Beatles say it, and the world hears the word, the, you know, um, this is something that's coming out and you expect to then try try to mend that relationship. Yeah. How do you do that when you've publicly... Talked about your relationship in such a way that it seems like it's done in the past tense. Yeah, it's it's done here. You know, and it may have been done. Right, it, broken up. I mean, you know, again, girlfriends and boyfriends break up all the time. It's and not it, just he's he's twenty four here, and it's not just that. But when you're young, you you reconcile for all the wrong reasons. And I mean, he, let's face it. And there's a lot of reconciliation. You know, today I, I'm a lover, tomorrow I hate her. Two days from now, I love her again. Right. Yeah. But, you know, it's weird right. because even when, you know, look, he was dating Jane just about to engage her when he went to the bag of nails and met Linda and then met her again and then fell in love with pretty much Linda. You know, so and then he still when Linda went home, he was like, oh, I need someone. Uh, I, and then I'm, I got engaged to Jane like, uh, you know, a couple a few months later. I mean, and, and mean that something was going on. And now what's interesting is. Um, and you guys can jump in if you say I'm wrong, but you know, we've got another period of time to go in the relationship, but in terms of Paul McCartney and the Jane Asher 
connection to his music. I think it's done. It severs with the very last line of that song, Rob, as, as you noted. You know, all the things you said will fill your head. You won't forget her. Well, but in terms of Paul McCartney, the songwriter, she's she's gone. Really. Well, it doesn't well, end like that. It ends with a love that should have lasted years. Well, a love that should. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though they even though they did get engaged a year later, I don't yeah. think he wrote anything about her after for no one. And now, you, of, and now even, even though allegedly they were, I think, still engaged. Um, do we know whether or not uh, now she's hit the big time in the USA? And if she could only hear me, this is what I'd say. Was that I'm about not sure. Linda? Was that about Linda? Oh, see, I always thought it was about, you know, we had this conversation. too. I always thought it was about Jane. But then when you brought up the Linda thing, you know, I started to think about it. But, you know, they hit the big time in the USA. You know, Linda the was the photographer. Yeah, uh, she was yeah. known in the photography circles, but she wasn't, you know, Richard Avedon or something. Right. No. Right. right. So, if she had been, I don't think he, she and Paul would have worked out if she was. Well, right. no, no, you're right. <laughs> um, there's, there's one more song and I don't know if it's um, concerning I will. Jane or not, but it's about love, uh, you know, being in love. And it's Good Day Sunshine. You know, the yes, happiness that's true of uh, that. The 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 security of love. That's the true. We take a walk. Her. The sun is shining. I love yeah. her and she's loving me. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, That's to me. Um, I mean, it might not be specifically, but it, it's it captures the surrounding parts of it. You know, it, so, you know, it's, it's maybe the good side of being with Jane. Yes. And but again, little, you know, we're talking about this whole album. We, we, we got Good Day Sunshine for no one and here, there and everywhere. So he's up and down on this whole album. If, yeah, if and, all of them are actually about Jane. And, and Good Day and Sunshine. to get you into my life, which I always thought of as a love song. No, it's yeah. a marijuana. It's marijuana about, song. you know, getting marijuana into your yeah. life. So it's to so me, funny. to me, it's a love song. So a love, a love song, song about pot. Great. It was doobie. There we go. Well, you know, <laughs> the, the more legalization that happens, we could see it in a commercial. <laughs> oh, God. TV listening. hysterical. No, but you're right, though, about Good Day Sunshine. I didn't think of that. That's true. But I, for some reason, Good Day Sunshine, to me, I always thought of more as a um, physical song. I always think of the, the we take a walk, the sun is shining down, burns my feet as they touch the ground. You know, we feel good. You know, I, she knows she's looking you know, fine. It, it, there's a super, it's beautiful. It's a fun song. It's an I'm proud to know that she music. is mine. Though. Proud to yes, know that's, that's, true. that's, that's the line that I'm thinking. That's the line that would say it's not just, okay. you know, I'm that's so proud good. to know that she is mine. So I yeah. would say that is a Jane Asher. Good call there, Rob. Yeah, I wasn't even was thinking about that until we just thought about yep. the lyrics, which, like we said at the well top done. of the show, not only do you hear it, but you have to look at the lyrics. You do. Because if you don't, yeah. you might miss that. Right. And we're, we're leaving out, last but not least, from the White Album, we're leaving out I Will, who knows how long I've loved you. You know, I love, you know, um, will I wait a lonely lifetime? If you want me to, I will. But is he done with her by then? Is he done was, with her by then? Is it? It, it doesn't is, matter. Again, he, 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 he's saying he'll wait for it, but doesn't mean he's done. Or is, is that done. for is that for doesn't Linda? Mean she's coming in, back, right? Is that for Linda, who's in the states? Well, I don't know if he would say, "Who knows how long I've loved you." Uh, but by that time, there's the spiritual aspect. I don't know. It might Who have been knows. about Jane, but he it was over, and it yeah. might have been just him opining on will on I her. wait a lonely lifetime if you ask me to? I will. But she said no, being yeah. a strong woman that she is. Yeah. She just said, "I'm not going back." 
Love you forever and forever. Love you when we're apart. That could be Linda. And, but for if I ever saw you, I didn't catch your name. So again, that song. Well, that could be for broke. a groupie. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note. <laughs> on that lovely note. Wow. Well, um, That's but, true, though. I didn't catch your name. I didn't. <laughs> but it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'll always feel the same. Just, yeah, you know, exactly. At least for that 24 seconds, I'll always. Do <laughs> and, and if you think of Sergeant Pepper, it's not really a love song. No love songs album. on it. Yeah. yeah so no, no, no. You're not saying she's leaving home. Well, right. That, right. Yeah, that was about you know. Yeah, yeah I know. You know, but uh, so we've 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 kind of like tried to we've tried to get deep into Paul McCartney's head at the at this point. Well, you don't forget some of the songs he wrote for Peter and Gordon. World without love, please lock me away. Mm. You know, you know. Um, I don't want to see you again. Wow, um, I don't want to see you again. Yeah. So, there's but a he said you singing that- about your sister. <laughs> I don't want to sing it, but if you sing it about your sister, I no don't one want to me. see you again. Wow. Oh, my God. But he also wrote Woman. Yeah, he wrote True. Woman, too, which um, that yeah. and you know, Do You Love Me. Yeah, so yeah, will you mean, need there's a couple of songs that he didn't do, but sort of fall into the category of what we've been talking about. Maybe so right, Rob, especially so, you know, I mean, important ones. Well, you know what? Yeah, but they're not Beatles stuff, so we, we no. left them out. But, but I mean, let me ask you this. Let me, this is a, it's a little thing. They, what we heard, Paul brought in World Without Love, and, it, and when he got Please Lock Me Away, the band laughed, and they decided not to do it. But what's the difference between I'm going to get myself locked up today and Please Lock Me Away? You know, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's... One, he's know. doing it for himself, and the other one, he's saying, someone please do it yeah. to me. Okay, yeah. well, okay. But there is, there is that similar idea of being locked up so you know john was a little more arrogant well poor well, no, john saying john was saying you know I, i'm gonna lock myself up because i've just lost the girl i you know i, I love her and i lost her so well, i'm I gonna self, i'm gonna, I'm gonna feel like self-pity him putting himself in either a, a, a crazy home no i think it's more self-pity or he's gonna, gonna lock go myself get drunk, up you know and get yeah. arrested yeah. yeah that type of thing nice so, that's for, oh, the, yeah. that's for the John songs. That's, and Lord knows when he burns the bitch's house down, then we could talk about that again. <laughs> no, we those just, of you wondering about that, go back to, to our story <laughs> songs, our story, to our story song. that we did stories. Our stories yeah. And, and yeah, knowing you come up with that last line. What's uh, the whole line? Burn, uh, you know, uh, the last line about burning the Norwegian hey, woods. Hey, burn the house down. That's a great way to end the song. Hey, hey. <laughs> it is, you know. <laughs> That song will really bring down the house. Thumbs up. Hey, hey, burn the house down. Why not? Really bring down the house, this song. (laughs) And then, of course, David Byrne took the lyric. Yeah, there you go. Burn it down. He got a whole other thing. On that bizarre note, note, we're going to uh, wrap up this episode of uh, um, what was I forgot what the joke title was that we had. Uh, See Jane Run. Run Jane. Well, that was good. But there was another one we we all unsilly love songs. Unsilly not so love silly songs. love songs. Yeah, not so silly love songs. Um, but yeah, so that's us uh, talking about uh, Paul's relationship with Jane Asher. Again, you know, um, uh, Jane went on to have a, a brilliant career herself and, and is, is still. The cool pictures of her. Um, She's a stunning woman. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I don't mean that in a misogynistic way. Yeah, no, no I mean no. it. She's absolutely stunning. She is. And she, she looks great today. And, and there's a picture that people have 
photoshopped of the two of them together, like, you know, in their 70s. Wow. Photoshop wow. people. Yeah. But right. but also, too, though. But again, as we said, um, a class act in terms of, you know, from what we know, them, absolutely. Both of was, them. Wasn't there a picture of her like covered in chocolate, naked? Covered in chocolate or something. I you don't think know. of Anne, Margaret, and Tommy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that was with the beans. Was that a, a, no, was, that a uh, was that another um, uh, Herb Alpert cover that we never got? Or <laughs> I, no, Rob, I don't want to hear about your wishful thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was, it was like 15, 20 years ago or something. Like <laughs> Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat yeah, bar. There you go. Very nice. <laughs> wow. On that All note. right. So on that note, um, this has been another episode of the Fab Four Free For All. And uh, I, uh, I have been your moderator for this program, Tony Chiguardo. And joining me, as they always do, are Mitch Axelrod. <laughs> I just realized I was about to say, who, you don't know who I'm pointing What's at. What's my name? And no, Rob Leonard. And that's me. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you all Hope soon. you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed it. See you soon. Fab Four Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Chiguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album Digital Retro and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free For All. <laughs>